What's up, everybody? It's Howie Spangler, Tales from the Green Room, episode number 15. Uh, first off, Good Vibrations Summer Tour tickets are on sale right now. They went on sale on Friday, and uh, it's been a blast. I get fired up just watching all weekend long. Um, people talking about how stoked they are for the shows, and they, they bought their tickets, and they can't wait. And it's just, it's just a good feeling, you know? Um, and uh, I want you to take advantage of this contest uh, get entered to win um, a Fender acoustic guitar wrapped in Ballyhoo art. It's going to look so sick. Um, thanks to our friends at Fender and uh, Murphy's Guitars in Salt Lake City for uh, hooking this up for us. Um, but I'm hoping to have the art uh, done and and uh, posted soon so you can see what it's going to look like. But you should enter to win regardless. Um, but what we need you to do is post your ticket stub and you might want to scratch out or, or maybe draw over your, your barcode there. Um, I've seen that a few times. Uh, some fans have been helping each other, helping the other fans out by saying, hey, make sure you scratch out your barcode in case, you know, some, uh, some mean person wants to try to steal your, your ticket from you. <laughs> uh, but anyway, um, upload your, uh, your ticket stub and then hashtag Ballyhoo tickets. And I'm following the hashtag. I will see it when it goes up and you'll be entered to win. And we're gonna pick a, pick a winner randomly uh, by June 25th. So make sure you get that in by June 25th. Um, any ticket stub from any date on the tour, um, I don't care. I just wanna see, I just wanna see the ticket stub and get you guys entered to win this contest. Um, and uh, we, we're looking forward to, to getting out on the tour. We can't wait. Um, Ballyhoo, Bumpin' Uglies, Tropidelic. It's just gonna be a great night of music. We want you to uh, forget about work and bills and money and you know whatever else weird is going on in your life just for a couple hours to come out and hang out with us um this summer so go to ballyhooRocks.com, grab tickets for that and uh, we'll see you soon so a couple weeks ago i got to uh spend i got to join the uh the yolo rum podcast on their second episode uh, at their Yellow Rum Podcast Studios in Denver uh, when my band Valley Who played there at uh, Cervantes. And um, they invited me over. We had some drinks, some uh, some good Yellow Rum drinks. It was pretty fucking delicious. Um, and we just had a good conversation, man. Talked about a lot of things. Uh, I think the last time I saw uh, Wiggins was at this festival in Florida a few years ago. And we, and we uh, took over OAR's uh, dressing room and they were pretty bummed out about it <laughs> from what I heard. Um, anyway, we had a good conversation. I want to thank those guys for having me, the whole YOLO rum crew and, uh, make sure you go follow their, um, their podcast as well. Subscribe, rate and review. And, uh, yeah. So I'm going to throw to that. Here we go. We are live right now on Instagram, but we, uh, we're also recording for the podcast, episode number two of the YOLO Rum podcast, but man, uh, we've met before, I've done other podcasts with you, but this is uh, YOLO Rum specific, hosted by myself, I mean, you, we'll, we'll get into it, but you, you've been in that podcast world uh, a little bit, but we got Howie from Ballyhoo, uh, he and I go way back, we were, <laughs> I kind of hijacked a, a backstage dressing room at uh, Chillin' Music Fest in Florida, and that was when we first met, uh, but it's cool to be hanging with you, man, and just... Uh, nice, man full circle after i mean three years i think we every time you come to colorado and you do your thing we, we run into each other so yeah. how you doing doing great man doing great um did you almost get in trouble or something with <laughs> AOR or something like that? i was totally gonna bring that up because um 
we we dude totally just bs my way backstage like <laughs> just totally just like i i've worked in radio for so long that i'm just like if you fake the funk no one's gonna question you. If you look like you know what you're doing, you look like you know what you're you doing. You walk right the fuck back. There. Yeah, that's. <laughs> doesn't matter. So uh, I remember uh, uh, Eric, uh, who's a partner at Yolo Rum. He's like, "Oh, you can go backstage. I, I, I'll let you interview Ballyhoo, and then we'll try to get you these interviews." But uh, when I'm when I'm in the audience, I was like, "I can't hear anything." I, was, I hear this this ruffle. I was like, "There's terrible noise." I'm not set up for podcast. I was like, "The only way this will work is if I get backstage." So uh, I, I hustled my way back there, the security gate guy. I was like, hey, uh, uh, I'm supposed to meet uh, Steve over there. Oh, Sam? Or Yeah, that's the guy. That's, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's the guy. <laughs> that's yeah. the guy. And so uh, the OER's dressing room was there, and I was like, hey, can I set up for a podcast in there? I mean, they, they know all about it. And so, uh, yeah, that was uh, – you, the, the, you were really the highlight of my interviewing uh, uh, thanks, back man. then because it, uh, <clears throat> it was definitely ghetto-rigged. It oh, was, yeah, it, totally. But, but, you know, we had a good time, and yeah. I can't believe you remember that. But, yeah. We were in the middle of the interview, and hey, what are you doing in our dressing room? <laughs> <laughs> oh uh, man, sorry, OAR, sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. but man, you you yourself tour all the time. I was listening to your podcast, and we, I want to get into that. But and when I was listening to it, and it was episode nine, mm-hmm. you did, you're fairly uh, fresh with the episodes, just like we are. Yeah. Um, you travel 200 days a year. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, it's uh, we we've cut it back the last couple years. Um. But uh, we were doing, I mean, for the last decade, and we've been touring for 12 years. And so, like, roughly about a decade of uh, probably 250 days on the road um, with travel, you know, because, like, you're doing 200 shows plus the days that, it, you know, to get there and, you know, between and all that. And, yeah. Uh, it's, it's a lot, you know. And you start to feel it. God, for sure. yeah. No, but, I mean, you love it, right? Yeah, no, you love it. It's like, it's if, if it's your passion, man, it, it's it's not work and you, you, you love it, but yeah. just like anything else, it does get exhausting and you do get tired and you, you, sometimes you want to quit. You know? yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just, I think, I think your passion, it, it, it makes you crazy, you know, yeah. um, because you want it so bad and, uh, you're, you feel like you're working really super hard, but then you realize you're not working hard enough, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Straight um, on. but, uh, no, so we, we, the last couple of years, we, uh, just kind of pulled it back a little bit just to be more home with the family and, um, Things like that. And you got kids. I yeah, mean, I got two kids. I've learned so much about you without even talking to you, yeah. bro. Like, <laughs> I, the podcast really is paying off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's good, I guess. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So how many, you two kids? I how many? two kids uh, that I know of. Um, <laughs> sorry, just kidding, babe. Just kidding. Yeah. Just kidding. <laughs> you better not got some wood now, bro. <laughs> <laughs> no, I got two kids. Uh, they're awesome. Uh, Halo and Draven. Um, oh, great uh, Halo's names. three. Yeah, Halo's three. Draven is eight. He just turned eight last weekend. Good for you. So. I'm about to have my first uh, in July. Congrats. Yeah, but it, the, the name is the hardest part because you want to be unique, but you don't want them to also be like, I don't want to say made fun of, but you don't want to pick that that one name where it's yeah. like, yeah. but Halo and Draven, that's awesome. Yeah, we, we I don't know, we didn't want like normal names. Um, we wanted to do something different and cool because um, and uh, I actually, my son's name came from uh, the um, the movie The Crow, you know, the comic yeah, book. Yeah. You know? uh, his his name's Eric Draven, and so I that The Crow is my favorite movie since I was you know 13, whenever that came out. And um, and I, and I remember saying I was like, whenever I have a son, I'm gonna name him Draven, you know. Yeah. And and then I did, you know, like yeah. whatever 20 years later, whatever. Did you have like, to convince your wife, or was she cool with it? Uh, uh she uh, was totally cool with it. She loves the name, um, and. Uh, then my my daughter we were, it was kind of like it was almost last minute we had talked about it but we weren't exactly sure and then my daughter was born and then the um the uh the midwives asked what are you gonna name her and we were like uh uh halo moon 
Halo yeah. Moon. Yeah, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, that, it came yeah, from that was a, last minute. Yeah, <laughs> it, yeah, it was. Well, it wasn't like well, I didn't pull out of my ass, but yeah, like yeah. Uh, it was there. But. Yeah, no, she. Um, we, we talked about it because like when when I was a kid, my my grandfather died when I was seven, and uh, the night of his funeral, we came home and. Uh, we were walking into the house and it was, it was nighttime and, and uh, the moon had a halo around it. Uh. And uh, that happens every so often. You'll see that sometimes. And apparently it's like crystals like in the air, like ice okay. crystals. Um, anyway, so it makes this halo around, around the moon. And I asked my mom, I said, what is that? That's, that's so cool. And she said, uh, did oh, she that, know his ice crystals? Uh, I'm, sh- I'm yeah. sure she did. Uh, but, um, you know, I was like seven. Yeah. So uh, she said, oh, that's your papa blood. You know, he made it to oh, heaven. Right. Wow, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh, that's really sweet. You know, yeah. so kind of always grew up with that. And anytime I would see it, I was like, oh, that's cool. Um, so I told her that story and she fell in love with the story. And we thought that may be kind of a cool name for, for the girl. Yeah. And uh, and then Halo, you know, Moon because yeah. of the Halo moon part and um so yeah and then we told the ladies the name and they're like oh, that's really hippie of you <laughs> like, yeah yeah i guess so <laughs> they, you know? yeah thanks so yeah yeah, yeah way to way to put that on us midwife like, <laughs> yeah, yeah 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 so <laughs> so yeah. that's cool man so then uh you're performing at cervantes tonight mm-hmm. and uh you've been uh you were in colorado springs and uh uh pueblo uh yeah uh pueblo tom- uh we so we're doing pueblo tomorrow night we were in colorado springs last night and we were in um uh, Fort Collins the night before. And you were with Fortunate um, Youth? Uh, yeah, Fortunate Youth, Tatanka. Uh, and they're from Denver, actually, okay. uh, Tatanka. So it's going to be their, their big hometown show tonight. Um, it's going to be a rager. We've got, like, more than half the room sold out already, and yeah. it's going to be nuts. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome, man. And then, uh, so you've been doing your podcast, too, episode nine. Uh, what is it? It's, uh, uh, I'm going to mess this up. I don't want to mess it up. The Green Tales from the Green Room. Tales from the Green Room. Tales from the yeah. Green Room. I, I was like, God, I was listening, damn it. But, no, that's uh, that's the best name for it because you're like, huh. What does go down? Yeah, yeah, and and people will be surprised, or maybe they wouldn't be surprised to know. I don't know, but uh, these days, but um, it's not Motley Crue. It's not glam yeah. metal, '80s metal glam rock show. It's like there's no crazy. Well, I don't even think those guys backstage. get crazy anymore. Those guys are like no, no. It's not even what it used to be. Yeah, it's not. It's I think the you know, everything pre-social media and all that, you know. Um, but also, I don't know, man. It's just everybody's we're always buried in our phones and and st- i've got shit going on all the time i can't yeah. I, I have no time to do anything so yeah. it's a, i'm just working constantly i'm, I'm a workaholic and I, I can't stop you myself. gotta be if you want to be to that level that you're you're at and you're and yeah. you want to keep setting that bar and, and meeting it you just that's just the way it is exactly man um it's a. Uh, but uh it, yeah so the, the whole thing the tales from the green room podcast is just kind of about my experience in in this whole industry um everything that's kind of happened good and bad um, and it's a, it's sort of a way uh, for me to help uh, young artists coming up um, to maybe avoid some of the pitfalls. Oh, so you 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 kind of like a therapist? Yeah, in a way, yeah. I'm, a, I'm a I'm a young young band <laughs> therapist, um, young musicians. Uh, no, it's it's um yeah, I mean that's really what it is. It's it's really liberating. It's nice to kind of talk and get it out there. Yeah. And like the first, well, I remember the first episode I uploaded it, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then I started getting feedback. Like everybody was really stoked on it. Five stars. You, yeah, you have five stars across the board. Yeah, I got five stars, yeah, and I was yeah. like, "Wow, that's fucking cool, yeah. man!" Because uh, you don't I, know how people are going to react. Yeah, exactly. Because especially like you said, social media age, people could hate on you, and then you just like I, I've had people when I talked on the radio, they're like, "Your voice fucking sucks, bro," <laughs> and then you, and then you're just like. I guess my voice sucks. Yeah. So those haters can really just yeah. Just, if you let it get to you, it can really tear you apart. But it's you can't really 
you can't really. I don't. I want to say don't read the comments, but in nowadays, you it, um, it's you good. To be, it's good to engage. Yeah. You want to engage those, those people embrace that are leaving the comments. Haters. Embrace. Yeah, them. you have to embrace them and, and either turn it into a joke or I don't know. You can even get in and be like, well, what did you didn't you like about it or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Some some and people it throws them off completely. Yeah, completely. Yeah. Some people are just assholes. You know what I mean? Yeah, it doesn't matter. The way but, they are. Yeah, um, the trolls. Yeah, they're just trolls, and that's how you have to deal with it. But uh, so um, for me, uh, I try to get back and I. I answer all the DMs and I, I answer yeah, all the comments do. on the on yeah, the, the Instagram and, and how we linked Facebook up today and Twitter exactly yeah, yeah you, you hit me up on Twitter and yeah. you asked me and I was like yeah let's do it and um thanks for having me by the way yeah of um, course thank you but yeah so but that all right so that we talked about that last time when we when I hijacked away our dressing room that when especially for your listeners out there and you know, people streaming is you are the guy or your your group is the ones that hit people back on social media it's yeah. not a bot it's not some auto-generated response no. it's you guys hitting them back and i think that there's a relatability to your audience that uh, most people don't get because it's, it's easy to throw out hey thanks for thanks for listening to our music and and that's it but your your head's up straight with them all the time yeah there's uh i don't think there's any other way to be man it's like for me um I guess with, uh, like we're, I, I don't ever want anybody going in and answering for me. Yeah. Like I don't want people, I don't want people replying just some generic response, you know, from Howie, but it's not me. Like that would, that's weird. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're at a point now where I'm starting to have, uh, staff members like, uh, post like, post things about shows and stuff you like things like that. got staff now, bro? Is that Yeah, what? well, part of part of yeah. Part oh, of our management and stuff they, How much they, you have grown, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they they help me out with that stuff. Um uh but really that that's not so much the personal part. This is yeah. just like letting people know what's going on. Yeah. As far as the engagement and and talking and conversing with people, I want to be all over that. There's no yeah. other way, you know. So like you got the Snapchat, you got the Instagram, you got Facebook. Um, Twitter, I mean, just everything, YouTube, you know, so it, it's a lot, um, but I don't know, it's it's fun at the same time. Yeah, you know? well, I mean, you, I, I got to give you props because that was the one thing I noticed years ago when we were in Florida, but then I don't want to go. Yeah. Uh, you, you even set up a campaign and said, hey, send us your videos and uh, uh, of yourself singing the song and you, you made their own, your own video with them. And it featured, and it, dude, it was a great video because you literally watch it. It's like it's your, it's your crew, man. It's the people that fucking love you, and they're they're reacting to you. That was so legit. I, uh, I was I was floored to be honest. I, I only gave them like two days, maybe three days to, um, to, uh, to do this, and it basically was just a simple post like, hey, be in the video. Um, send me a send me a video a portrait like 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 an Instagram story the way it looks yeah. format um, and uh, just of you and your friends or your family whoever doing whatever you want goof off to the song bounce around you don't have to lip sync you can just you can just be whatever just do yeah. what you want and I mean the quality of content first that I got was amazing there um, there was a guy that got his daughters to film. Uh, to basically reenact the old Robert Palmer videos, you know, yeah. simply irresistible yeah. with the girls with the lipstick yeah, and the hair pulled I, back and, and the black the, dresses and they're playing, the, the, they're playing the guitar and they're dancing in, in sync and like, it's just amazing. And I was like, wow, these people care enough to, to do this kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, you know, so that, that was just, I don't know. I was, I was overwhelmed and floored by, yeah. by the, 
just um, how cool our fan base is. I think it's know? the fan base, the power of your music, yeah, the song yeah. itself. It shows you that everyone loved that song and that people were really engaged. And I mean, people were singing every lyric on there. And then the rift, when the rift happened, you just had people dancing and jumping yeah. on their bed. Like, Dude, it's, people's, like their kids and stuff. Yeah. And like, it's just, it was so neat, man. Just, yeah. um, I don't know. It was a great, great feeling. I, I, I felt bad that I couldn't fit everyone. That's how much footage I got. Wow. Like, I couldn't fit all the stuff. Did in, you edit I, it? I edited it. Yeah, wow. Yeah. Dude, you are hands on with every aspect. I do it all, everything. man. I don't, I don't, I don't like to let anybody, you know, unless if it's something, if it's a really big job and I, I, just, I know I just can't handle it because I've got so much on my plate, I, I, I hire out, you know, yeah. I'll just commission someone to, you know, do the art or whatever, yeah. you know, but um, I like to be hands on with everything because I feel like as an artist, um, you should be, uh, if it's your vision, you know, don't let someone else do what you do what you're thinking try to your interpret art, your artwork now and uh, but on the flip side i i i love that as well i i love for when when i say hey this is what i would like to see and they put their spin on it i'm, yeah. I'm all for that yeah. i love i love hiring out to do art for t-shirts and things like that but when it comes to like the music and the overall well the music the, is all what you're all about so yeah you, you yeah. don't want to have someone have their fingerprints on something that is, is yeah yours. it's a, the the music that sort of dictates the the brand and the the imagery and i mean it's obviously a beached thing, you know, like we just kind of like what we sort of put yeah. out there and I get videos all the time of like people in their cars. I got one, I think yesterday, this girl sent me like three videos of her cruising to like our song beautiful day. and like, it's beautiful outside. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, so I think we're just kind of known as that band. Um, but yeah, I, I don't know. I, I just love being hands on and, and being like just in it. Yeah. You know? Dude, so. do you ever sleep? Uh, not that much, man. I try. I try. Yeah, I probably get five or six hours a night. You yeah, know? I don't, and, I don't um, see. It. I mean, if you if you, I mean, you're performing. That the main part is obviously the music, but then yeah. there's that whole element of connecting to your audience, and you're trying to do that at the same time. So, you and then you're doing your podcast on top of it. So you're trying to get a whole other element into yeah. it. I mean, you're a psychologist in that front. <laughs> in a way, yeah. In a way. So it's uh, it's just cool to see you in that. So is the. Uh, yeah, enjoy your yellow rum. I want to make sure that this is charged. So enjoy your yellow rum. He's sipping on some yellow rum gold right now. Howie, uh, we're hanging out from Ballyhoo. He's performing at Cervantes tonight. I should say his band's performing at Cervantes tonight. Uh, so uh, it's just cool to have him with us. Episode two of the Yolo Rum podcast. Keep enjoying that rum. Let me charge this computer real quick, and uh, we'll be right back. Yolo Rum is giving you a chance to invest and own a piece of the award-winning rum. Visit yolorum.com slash invest for more details. Hanging out for episode two. Uh, we just heard uh, about Howie uh, taking edibles and losing his wallet. Uh, <laughs> but there was, there was moral to that story. Good good vibes off of that. And uh, so, I mean, that kind of gives us full circle to where do you feel like your music, because your music does have an up-tempo vibe to it. First of all, I got to say that you have a huge fan base in Colorado. I've, I've noticed, man, the show's been rad this week. It's it's yeah. off the chart because if you, like, uh, obviously I was just kind of, all right, let's see where they're at. They went to Nebraska. Okay, they, they've been all over so far. But the Colorado reaction, you, you could see, just see the engagement off the charts off that. So, but do, do you, your music's so upbeat and, and the vibes are good. Do you, do you ever feel like the music needs to be, all right, let's do a positive, fun song because there's so much fucking darkness mm. in the world, you know? Yeah, I mean, there's a... I, I never force anything, um, but at the same time, sometimes, yeah, you do think of themes. You know, you're like, like I kind of want to, I want to write a song. It's like, it's, it mostly is for the live, the live stuff. Like, well, there's certain. I feel sometimes in our set list, I feel like there's holes, and I, I'm like, I need to fill in this gap with like a certain type of song. I'm like, I'm not feeling yeah. what should be there right now. Yeah. And it's some, uh, there's something really uppity and something loud, or like. 
I mean, we, we love rocking out, you know, and like I love swaying to the reggae too. But um, so this this new record that we're working on, um, I uh, the, I don't want to get dark or anything, but like my, my father passed away uh, like about 15, 16 months ago. And uh, he, Sorry, uh, so, you know, thank you. Um, so I didn't write anything for about eight months. Um, and I started in, in, I guess the first song I wrote was I Don't Want to Go back in like August of 2017. So um, it sort of just came out the way it did. And it's it's an aggressive song, but it's still like upbeat and fun, you know. Yeah. But but the lyrics are sort of dark in a way of like it's it's quirky, but it's like it's like I'm just over all this shit right now. Like I can't take this anymore. Like it's about it's about feeling like a puppet. That's why the art is that way. It's like kind of feeling like a puppet where like you're you're sort of this dancing clown or yeah. something, you know, and like yeah. and um, having to do all the press and all the all the crazy shit and it's just sometimes as much as fun as it is and as much as it does come with the territory um it we're um, i'm human you know it's yeah. like it, i it gets frustrating sometimes um so the the rest of the record is uh sort of in that vein of like uh, i wrote a lot about my dad and my mom she passed away when i was a kid um so but both my parents are gone now and and so i didn't feel like the things that i was writing about was going to be uh like pop reggae and stuff wasn't really the the right backdrop for that and and I st- I started out. I mean, Green Day is my favorite band. Yeah. And and, and what's, uh, your, what's your tag? Oh yeah, that's the. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, from American Idiot. That's there. awesome. Yeah, um, they're my favorite band. So always, you even kept engaged with your. So wait, here I'm gonna yeah, show yeah, you as well. Right, yeah, Instagram. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, and uh, so I just come from that school of like Billy Joe Armstrong and um, you know just chunking away on my yeah. guitar and getting crazy with the crowd and rocking out yeah. and running around. And uh, I, I can't really do that on stage when I'm stuck to, uh, with the reggae. I'm just kind of swaying, which is great, but I want to move wanna around. Feel it. Yeah, yeah, I do it, you know, that. and like, yeah. I still feel it, you know, we play the reggae and stuff, but so anyway, like the this intensity one, just isn't, isn't yeah, yeah. Like same. I, I want to, I feel like I'm not giving enough to the crowd. Yeah. I want to give more. And uh, when I play punk rock and, and, and ska and stuff, I feel like I can get more, energy yeah. you know to the crowd um, let yourself go i mean you got it seems like you've been through uh just a lot that 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 you want to translate that through your music you know yeah there's there there are times where i just like i just want to be um i do like you just said let yourself go in a way like i want i want to i just want to be in the moment and not thinking about anything but but the music you know yeah. just doing it um so back to the record that's that's sort of what what this record is trying it's the record the new record is heavy it's punk rock it's metal it's like there's one song that's like like a reggae song you know what i mean and uh and even in itself it's kind of a more it's an evolution of your band i I think that uh you hear that a lot i mean i mean uh it's funny if you if you turn on uh your radio station you'll hear slightly stupid but i mean even they themselves go from kind of like a punk pre-era to raging out to where you just hear an evolution of it and I I think that's kind of where you guys are at it's just that because all of your songs like Cali Girl like you just have these songs where it's like a fun vibe but you almost need to to show how you're actually feeling do you feel that is that why this record kind of took the the path that it took absolutely I don't like uh that that's why it sounds like it does because I I didn't want I didn't feel like writing party songs, you know what I mean? And yeah. we did that on Girls, and that, I, I love that record. It's most our most successful release ever. Um, but uh, just the way I was feeling, I'm not going to fake it, you yeah. know? And um, it, it, I just, I don't know, I just wasn't feeling it when I was when I was writing. I was, yeah. it was just more dark shit coming out. And uh, it's still the way, it's, it's funny, like the way it comes out, even when I write like 
you know, weird dark material or whatever. Like it's still the the music itself sort of kind of balances it out, I guess. Like yeah. it's still kind of a, in a positive way. Um, there's a there's a story being told. Yeah, we're basically yeah. just I'm telling a story, and and the music is sort of, I it, it just it, it keeps it from being too emo, I guess, and like yeah, too yeah. like yeah. you know. Um, I don't, well, you're more I, than that, and that's what Ballyhoo's a lot more than. Yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. I, there's something about our brand, our our style that that somehow still sounds like us no matter what we do, and uh, I think I think our fans are are really gonna love this record. You know, when it comes out. When does it come out? Do you, is oh. it hard to? Yeah, at the moment, I, I still I got about half the songs recorded vocally. Like the music's all done. Yeah. Um, and I did. I've done. Uh, there's there's 12 tracks on it. And I've got six songs in the can vocally, and then I got to go home. I've been on tour for six weeks, so I haven't been able to get to yeah. it. There's nowhere quiet to to go to record vocals, you know, yeah. at the moment for us. So when I get home next week, I'm gonna get back to it, and hopefully end of summer, maybe September. Now, like that. when it comes to writing those lyrics, I mean, obviously, I want to say you're the, you're the head guy of the band, but you're the head guy of the band. So when you write something that's different than what you're used to. How do you approach the band and say, "Hey, check this out. What do you think about this? You, do you want their fingerprints on that, or is it kind oh, of like, sure. no, this is the direction we're going'? Or how does that whole process?" Yeah, it's not like a, um, uh, I'm not a fascist. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you're not a huge fascist. Yeah, not yeah. not a huge fascist. <laughs> no. no, I just uh, no, it's not like that. I have a vision. I do, and there are certain things that I just want to be that way. But I love when you know my brother does his thing on the drums and you know and nick plays bass you know what i mean like yeah. it's just they, they they have their own thing they, they yeah. put their spin on it That's and why you're some, a band yeah and there's yeah there you, you work together and uh I, I i'm the primary songwriter but um sometimes if donald comes in with, with a different drum part you know it's than what I had on the demo. Not the fascist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. yeah right? Donald, yeah. yeah, different Donald, different Donald. Um, he, uh, he'll, uh, it's usually better than what I wrote. Yeah. I'm not a drummer, but I, I have an idea what my, what the beat should sound like. It. And he, he just runs with it, you know? And, yeah. um, and it's sometimes I'll be like, like, I'll be like, ah, I don't, I don't like that. It's just, it's weird. And you should like pull it back and, you know, whatever. And we'll compromise on it, things like that. But, um, nah, man, that's just what, what it is to be in a band. You know, you work yeah. together. Um, and especially uh, if you want to be successful. Cause yeah, I mean, if you, yeah. if otherwise you guys would just be in the tour bus and there'd be tension. <laughs> yeah. You don't want people hating on each other, yeah. um, because they didn't get their part on the record or something like that, you know? Um, so it, it just, I don't know, it just kind of works the way we do it, I guess. Um, and, um, you've been doing it for so long it's been a long time yeah we've, we've been i mean we've been a band for 23 years we've been putting out records for 18 years wow. you know so been on tour for 12 years and then the know. evolution of uh do you feel like the new streaming of the way music is now has hurt you do you think it's i mean do you feel like it's because it's totally different than it was and you got to experience what it was 10 years ago yeah to now like i've seen all all the sides of it it's yeah. weird both sides of the you know yeah, when, not when, many people can say that, that yeah still well yeah um there's uh i was there in the 90s when bands were getting signed for millions of dollars and yeah. you know had tour support and stuff like that and um we I, we weren't getting that you know we weren't even yeah. anywhere near that but um i knew about it i heard about it and uh once you know napster came along and ruined all that yeah. uh the label started freaking out in the like mid 2000s yeah took um, them a minute yeah, yeah it took a minute they didn't understand they didn't know how to embrace it like um but that's the whole thing you have to embrace the change yeah. as much as it might suck to, to, to change what you're used to you have to embrace it and uh for us um i think monetarily um in a way it did the the band and most artists took a hit when it when it turned to streaming 
uh, because you make more money off of downloads and yeah. you make more money off of selling your CDs. Um, but CDs are pretty much out the window not, now. Yeah. yeah. It's like DVDs are even going that way. Yeah, even now. DVDs. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, uh, with streaming the, they, they get so many uh, subscribers every year or every month even. Um, I think in a couple of years, downloads are going to be gone. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, but, uh, it's just straight streaming. It's, it's, everyone's going to be streaming. Yeah, it makes it total sense for the consumer. You're paying that's $10, all dude. Yeah. For paying. all, yeah. Versus when you used to pay like $18.99 for an album and then you only like yeah. one song off yeah, of the shit. Yeah, exactly. And then you're like, yeah. Um, so you're paying 10 bucks, you get pretty much everything you want. Most, most bands are on Spotify and Apple Music and all that. Um, so I think eventually it'll sort of, get back to where it was maybe monetarily um, because the all songwriters are, are actually getting a raise very soon. Um, they just signed a, the Congress just signed some paperwork or okay. they're going to sign shortly. So it's like, it's like a percentage of whatever. Yeah. I think it's yeah. like nine or 10% right now, okay. of like, it's, but it's with Spotify, it's like a pot. Um, so all the money goes into a pot like that, that $10 doesn't go to Ballyhoo. It goes to every artist that's on Spotify. Yeah. Um, wow. But it depends. It, it changes every month. Is it based on your right, the, the, your plays? Yes. Is that it's based on streams. So like different, uh, like the bigger artists are obviously they're going to get the bigger chunk because they're getting the most streams. Um, it's really crazy. So you're never getting paid the same every quarter. So almost it's, every check that you get from Spotify, you're yeah. like, oh, they, this was the month. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, oh, we killed it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but uh, no, it's it's wild, man. But I think eventually it, it may even out or, or, or whatever. It, and eventually there'll be all these new bands and they won't know what it's like to get paid by downloads and yeah. that stuff, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, having gone through it, yeah, absolutely. But the one thing is uh, those same people that are paying the 10 bucks, they're they're they can listen to your music if they over want. Over and over. And over and over yeah. and over. Mm-hmm. They can find your music. If someone sends them a link, they can open it right up in their Spotify yeah. or Apple and, and they can listen. And therefore, you're getting more exposure. Yeah. You know, it, when, you, uh, when you put your fans behind a paywall, you know, like when you say, we're not going to put it on Spotify, like some, like I think Adele yeah, or like Taylor Swift, to, yeah. you know, and, the, and it you was almost, probably, you take off your audience almost. Yeah, yeah. And I think it was all in with good intention. Yeah. But I think ultimately what it did was it, put a paywall there yeah. and their fans are like, well, I'm not going to fucking buy that shit. I'm going to listen to it on Spotify in two weeks when it comes yeah. out. Cause they, I think I'm already they, paying $10. Yeah. I think it, they yeah. ultimately went with, they put it on there, but it's like the first two weeks or month or something. They, they were trying were to like, battle it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I, I get it. But, and, and, and I know Taylor Swift was like standing up for indie artists in the, in this yeah. way. Um, but at the end of the day, man, it's, it's just, it's battle. the change yeah. is coming. The change is here. You yeah. know, it's just, it's, it's more and more, like I said, every year downloads go down, streaming goes up. And uh, and I'm fine with it, man. I, I, I love that anyone can listen to our songs. Well, I, I think that's why it's so key that you are as awesome as you are on social media because you have to be able to say, hey, here's our new song, check it out. Or, hey, you want to be part of our music video, this is what you got to do, stream it, uh, take video of yourself, send it to us. I think that that's, uh, if you're not doing that and these artists aren't taking advantage of that, then then you're just doing an empty like. You're just like, hey, just like my photo. Look yeah. Up. yeah, yeah, you can't you can't do it that way. It's got it like... I love I love trying to include our fans any way we can, um, and I don't want to go. That song was like the perfect song for that. I felt like it was just the way I don't know the vibe of the song yeah. was just perfect to have people jumping around and acting crazy and yeah. silly. Um, and uh, I hope to do it again in the future. Um, um, and uh, I don't know. I just, I just I just love we we get so much support. We have like the Bally Hooligans like um, they're just the best. You know. Yeah. 
Bally Hooligans? Yeah, the Bally Hooligans, yeah. yeah. I love that. There's a Facebook I love group. That. There's a Facebook group called the Bally Hooligans. There's over 2,000 members. Um, and uh, they ask you a certain set of questions. Okay. In, like, I think it's three questions. And to get into to the get club? In. Oh, yeah. wow. Because, what's, the, what's the password? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, you can't, you can't just be, I just want to be in the group just because it's like, yeah, we don't want like fair weather. We, we want like the people that really love the band. The and, die hard. And, yeah, and these are the people that are, they're so positive and um, they just really care. And they, they'll, they'll uh, schedule like meetups before shows That's in the cities awesome. and, and hang out and have some drinks together and stuff. It's, it's awesome, man. It's well, a you, even in that video, you were hanging out with the crowd. You had whole fans all behind you and doing all yeah, that. Yeah. That, that was the night we were in Baltimore and we had all our friends and family there. So we were just like back. I had the camera. We were all yeah. drunk. It was after the set. <laughs> I'm glad it was after the set. Cause everybody was wasted. And like my buddy was like crowd surfing on top of everybody. And like, just, it was fun, man. That's what you're all about. Well, Howie, man, I appreciate it. Uh, Yolo Run Podcast is our second episode. I loved listening to your podcast. I'm, uh, I subscribed. Thanks, man. So, yeah, <laughs> so I got you on that. So, uh, But anytime you're in Colorado, I know that Colorado loves you. We love you, man. We, You and I go way back, so I appreciate you coming out and hanging out with us. And uh, kill it tonight, Cervantes. Enjoy the tour, and I uh, hope you enjoyed that Yolo Rum. Oh, it's dude, this is great. And, it was uh, awesome. Let me know when that new album's out, man, and we got you. Yolo Rum all the way. Thank you, Howie. Appreciate it, bro. Thanks for having me, man. All right, there you have it. That was a good day. That was a fun time. Uh, thanks again to, to the Yolo Rum podcast for having me, the whole crew, for giving me a couple drinks. They sent us home with a couple care packages and um, just all around nice people over there. Thanks to uh, Wiggins for um, for sending me the audio and sounds great. And uh, once again, make sure you head over to, their, to the Yolo Rum podcast and subscribe, rate, and review and help them get up the charts a little bit. They're, they're good people. Um, grab those tickets for Good Vibrations Summer Tour. Can't wait to see everybody. Um, as always, please uh, rate, review, you know, leave a, leave a nice little comment for me there on, on the Tales from the Green Room podcast. Let's try to get this thing up the charts a little bit. I'm trying to get this thing out everywhere possible. I want people to know. Um, I want people to have a place to go, you know, to, to they want to find out about what to do and what not to do in this crazy industry. I wish I, wish I would have had somebody telling me what to do 20 years ago, you know, learned everything on our own. So (laughs) Uh, anyway, thank you so much for listening as always. And uh, we will see you next time. Tales from the green room.